in three, two, one. You what's want. up, everybody? I thought well, I thought I thought I was just gonna introduce something. I thought you were gonna introduce everybody. I can else. do it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Right. It's your girl Lauren Reed right here. Um, the Lauren Reed Live Show, the quarantine edition. Me and Jay don't know anymore our cues, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> we're still here with you guys. Um, another week, another week in. Well, I don't necessarily know. Are we still quarantining? Um, yeah, because not everything's fully open. We're in yellow phase in Pennsylvania, so yeah, there's still some limitations. There's still a lot of limitations, but things are little by little starting to open up, which is cool. Right. So we're still in the house. We're not in the studio, as you can see. So, yeah. um, yes, this is still the quarantine edition. And tonight we have another special, I don't even want to say guest anymore. Let's say family member because he's For sure. been on the show before. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he's a goofball um he's always around we're always chopping it up with him but we're happy to have him back on the show so i'm gonna let jay go ahead and introduce him yeah for sure as lauren says definitely family um mr date while you wait the connection curator uh the the brains behind be great bow ties mm. um just a very cool dude very inspirational very motivational Matter of fact, most importantly, he's the reason why I be looking good in some of these photos that I be posted with these Goon Brother hats and these great bow ties. Much appreciated. So without further ado, our guest is Mr. Thomas Knox. How you doing, brother? Hey. That's going to make me cry, man. I need to start with all this love. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, man, you're, you're one of those people, you know, that's been doing this whole connection curating thing where you're trying to get people to kind of just come together on some fun shit and just create these these memories and create these connections with you know strangers with one another and uh that's one of the reasons why years ago we started rocking with you because your your platform and everything that you've been putting on has been dope so um we're glad to see that you're okay and have you back on the show yeah hey man really so, appreciate it so real quick let's do a i forgot to do this before we introduced you so mental check-in let's start with you how are you doing right now, Thomas, with everything that's going on? I'm a lot better than I was a week ago. I think most people can say that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope most people, I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody, but yeah. I hope most people can say that. Um, my mindset is is definitely more positive and um, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, what's to come in the future to kind of see things start to get, I don't, I don't want to say back to normal, but start to see things start to trend in a positive way, so. Absolutely. What about you, Jay? How you feeling this week? Um, same. Much better than a week ago. Um, definitely got some time to decompress and kind of process everything and uh, kind of skim through all the bullshit that's been going on online and whatnot and just misinformation, whether it's cable news or social media. And really, I really just reach out to the people that were on the ground and, you know, getting their, their perspective on everything that's going on. But like Thomas said, hopefully this will uh, be a catalyst for us to really start to evoke change in a lot of different things that's been holding uh, people of color, black folks down for a long time and really just kind of uplift everybody else um, in the process. Yeah, I feel you. So I will piggyback off of both of you and say yes. Um, definitely feeling better than last week. Um, last week was super heavy. And like no matter where you turned or what you were doing or if you were on social media or on the TV, wherever, um, even at home, because it was just a lot of different stuff going on outside as well. So last week was really heavy. This week feels a little bit more lighter. Um, you know, it's mm -hmm. still a lot of stuff that 
we're shifting through, you know what I mean? I mean, we live in the age of social media, so we're always on there. Um, but I want to basically just say that, you know, most of this stuff will, will pass. I will say that I am happy though, that I'm not, I don't say happy. I will say that this time this feels different. I don't know why this feels so much different than mm-hmm. we've been seeing police brutality. We've been seeing injustices in the, um, in the system against uh, black and brown people. We've seen all this stuff and we've seen it on tape. So it's not like they say, oh, well, it's just being recorded. No, we've seen it on being recorded before too, right? But mm-hmm. something about um, what happened, uh, unfortunately, with George Floyd uh, sparked a different type of fire in people. And um, I guess because it came right off of the back of Ahmaud Arbery as well and mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor, that mm-hmm. um, it just lit something different in everybody. And not just black and brown people, but all people as well. So I think that we will forever be changed because of this. Um, I think that I'm excited that this is a time that we're going to start demanding what we want from um, our government and from, you know, the, the, the police department and different things of that nature. And um, hopefully people will really start to listen to us. Um, and I believe that they are because we are not backing down. I mean, I hate to say this, but so many times we've seen these stories where we're hashtagging someone's name and then in a month, we never talk about them again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, until, until it happens again. Until it happens again, right? And then we're adding another hashtag. Um, but people are still on the ground. People are still protesting. Shout out to Philly for the protest that they had over the weekend. Um, it was beautiful. Huge. Um, it, huge. It was huge. Um, Jay, you sent me something last night that in Austin. All the people yeah. in Austin. It was crazy. People are not letting up. So yeah. I just, um, so I can get off my soapbox. I would just say for people to, however you want to uh, make a change, to not let up because that's the only way that things are going to progress and people are going to change. I also want to say is take notice of the people who are not trying to be a part of the change. I think mm-hmm. that this has also enlightened us to some other things that we other people that we thought that we were uh, allies with that are not our allies. So just keep I mean, your eyes open. I think, I think the reason why it, this feels different is because this was literally, now it's a, you got the, the, the eyes of the world that were yeah. not only looking and seeing it, but participating, which is, that makes it a revolution. You know, when they're having Black Lives Matter protests in the Middle East, where there's always conflict going on there, right. but amidst all, all of their issues, they were still seeing the injustices uh, that were going on around here. And, you know, in England and Amsterdam and Australia, and it could go on and on and on. I think that's why yeah. it's a major shift. What about- I was gonna say, what, what you but what you got to keep in mind, too, is that we're just coming off of this, you know, extreme craziness of COVID-19. Not even coming off, but we're still dealing with that. Yeah, people who are unemployed, people who are home, people are literally who have been in a house two months doing nothing or not doing much. And then this this comes out. Um, so it, it it's an added layer of mm-hmm. every all the frustration that, you know, we've been holding in these last, you know, two to three months. Um, and I, I think to you guys' point, everybody is kind of getting involved because they, they, they've witnessed it or, or they've seen injustice in some way and they feel like it's just time for them to speak up. And now we have the time because ain't nobody going, going home to go to sleep to get up for work <laughs> on a lockdown. 
Right. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Thomas, talk to us, like, what's been going on other than all this craziness? I know you got some new stuff happening, but for the people who don't know who you are, let's, let's mm-hmm. rewind a little bit. Uh, sure. You were on the show, like, almost two years ago, maybe two, three years ago at this point. Um, tell it's them Christmas how you, is, is that how long it's been? I think it was yes. a Christmas. We did a Christmas. A Christmas we did a show. Christmas one, but we had him on by himself. Oh, right, as the well. Christmas show. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was on for before that too. Yeah, that was right. when, I, when I came down from New York. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so talk to us about date while you wait and how you came up with that concept and how it's evolved. It's always a it's always a funny question. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, Date Why You Wait, I started in 2015. We're actually about to come up on our five-year anniversary. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, so I'll be putting out some stuff on there. I'm working on some stuff right now. But uh, but yeah, essentially it was an idea I created to create connection in unique ways um, based on you know when people commute. Um, a lot of times when we commute, our focus is just to get where we need to go. And I thought it would be really cool to have conversations with people while they're waiting to get on the train um, and have it be no strings attached, just a, a way to connect. Um, and it started out with conversations and then it evolved to playing board games. And from there, it just kind of blew up and uh, took a life of its own and led me to travel the country and, you know, be, in all, be on all these different shows and do all these different uh, speaking engagements. And just a lot of different opportunities came from it. But all I wanted to do very simply was create you know easier and unique human connection mm. but then from that um you develop be great bow ties correct yeah yeah so it, it, it wasn't specifically from day why be great bow ties kind of evolved from a buddy of mine who started the idea um also back in uh, 2015 and he uh asked me what i wear one of his bow ties that he made he basically just glued some scrabble pieces together um and i would I would wear them. I just would wear them with my, with, I guess, my get up for a date while you wait because I wanted to look dapper. And unfortunately, end up uh, committing suicide uh, back back in 2015. So um, it took a while for me to try to, to, to come up with a way to kind of honor him. And then people kept asking me about the bow ties and asking, could they get one? So then I decided to start a company and it's evolved to in ways also that I never thought would, would happen. So, yeah. So how? Talk- how? Yeah. How, how did they involve? So, so when it started with, with day, why you ate specifically day, why you ate was just a fun thing I did in the subway. It was no, there was no goal. There was no vision. Uh, it just was like, yeah, I just want to sit down and have the whole conversation. And it's, it's gone from that to me, you know, creating, trying to create board games and working on creating apps and mm-hmm. working with different brands. Like, you know, you guys know a couple of years ago or even last year, you know, I did something with Dunkin' Donuts, right? So mm-hmm. there are all these different opportunities that have come from it. And where we are now is we're working on developing a, a show. So, so we want to create a show where we highlight these conversations that I have with people and we give the audience an opportunity to hear relatable conversations. Um, so we want it to be inspirational. We want it to be encouraging. Um, so I'm working with a production company now to uh, build out what that will look like um, post, hopefully post COVID-19. <laughs> Um, so day while you eat is still living on. And like I said, we have some cool announcements coming up in probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, but that, that's the day while you eat side. And then with B-grade bow ties, 
it started out with just, you know, scrabble pieces glued together. And now we literally have them in frames. We have different colors. We have a program we're about to release uh, where we have artists draw on bow ties and design bow ties. I actually have some to show you guys, um, which I'll pull out at some point. Um, but, but, uh, but essentially, I wanted to create a brand that was all focused on being unique in style and giving our customers the ability to rock out in, in any type of you know, word or, or color or design that works best for them. And that's literally what Be Great Bow Ties is all about. You also did something really cool last year where, um, I'm, forgive me, I don't remember the name of the event, but you basically had um, dinner with music. Uh, what was the name of that event again? Yeah, so I started another company. Uh, and it was basically to enhance what I was doing with DayYU8 or expand it um, called the Connection Collective. And it's all focused on creating unique initiatives for, but, uh, through community, through events, and through education. Um, so the first event that we did was a game night where we just had board games and Jay was there. He kind of, he was killing people there. He was saying, people <laughs> <out>. <laughs> nah, that, was, that, was, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a good <laughs> so time. That was our first event. And then we did, uh, uh, an event called food for thought, which was a four course brunch where we dissected the miseducation at Lauren Hill. So I literally just went through, uh, critics and, and some of the reviews from the 1998-99 um, album release with uh, participants at the event. And we just discussed how it's relevant to what's going on now um, into music now. And it was a really, really, really dope, dope event. And uh, with the ticket price we had, we raffled off two tickets to see Erica Badu. We raffled, we raffled off uh, Lauren Hill vinyl um, mm. and a couple other things. But, uh, but yeah, th those events are going to be, we're going to continue to do you know, like I said, hopefully post post COVID nineteen. Oh. So we when we get together a lot or when we kinda of cross paths, we all talk about music a lot. Uh we had a really good conversation about that food for thought um event that you had the last time we saw each other. Um how how has music changed everything for you? Like is there something like when they're you're going through stuff like this, like in quarantine? or just the stuff that we're seeing that's going on in the world right now, is there something that music, some type of music that you kind of like is your go-to, or can you talk to any like good albums that have kind of got you through this process? Yeah, so I, I, you know, you guys follow me on the gram, so you probably see what I've been putting out. Yeah. Um, I've been, I, is that how you came up with this question? Cause yes. <laughs> that was, that was this, is, this is what I do, this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> That was, that was smooth. I give, I give you that. Uh, yeah, so what I decided to do is, uh, I guess to answer your question more specifically, yes, there are several songs and, and albums that I feel are, are relevant and can help, you know, and definitely help me through these times. Um, so what I've been doing on, on Instagram is I've been sharing songs that are uplifting, songs that talk about, you know, revolu you know uh, the revolution, songs that talk about, you know, Black lives, songs that encourage us uh, and, you know, there have just been different types of, all different types of genres. So I have songs that I've uh, posted from Bob Marley to, to uh, Charles Bradley to uh, Common and J. Cole. Like I, I try to mix it up um, because there are so many different types of music and they all represent different things. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely songs and albums that, are, that yeah, that, that, that work well during this time. But in addition to that, 
uh, when I think of, to answer your question around music in general, what makes music so significant is that it's relatable with everyone. Um, and then certain songs when you hear them, it, it can bring you back to a moment in your life, you know, maybe in your childhood or maybe your first love or, you know, like I know for me, I was just talking to my mom, um, Betty Wright just passed away. Yeah. And which, which is, which is crazy. But my mom used to always listen to that song. I believe it's the name of it is Tonight's Tonight. Um, and I always remember her listening to that song. So as soon as I heard that Betty Wright passed, I called my mom and I'm like, Hey mom, remember that song? And her and I on the phone singing the song. And uh, it just, it just like music has such a unique way of bringing people together. And I just remember my mom cleaning the house, listening to Betty Wright, like, uh, or listening to, to uh, Lauren Hill and, and, and so on. So, uh, so yeah, definitely. So um, if you were to have another food for thought, do you have an idea of an album that you would cover? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you know, because you, we talked about this. There are several albums. Stop I messing up my interview. Like, let me, <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me I, do my job. This is just so funny because I feel like, I forget that I'm, I'm like, yes, we talk. So it's just funny because some of these questions <laughs> we talked about. Absolutely, there's several albums. Uh, the next one I think I'm going to do is a J. Cole album. Everybody really, really loves Firestone Drive. So probably going to do that. Um, Solange is beginning a lot of, lot of love. So I'm going to put a lot of Solange album. What, a seat at the table? Yeah, a seat at the table. Uh, I'll never do a Beyonce album. Or if I do, we'll have a, a dope lady host it. Just not for me. Um, Lauren, so Lauren, that's your that's that's your cue, Lauren. Me personally, I won't do it. I won't host it, but so, I will. I mean, I'm okay with that. That you're saying that. So here's the thing: people always want to be like, "Oh, Lauren is like, yes, I am a beehiver. Okay, I do love Beyonce, but I want to be clear about something. I do love her music, but I'm more of I want to see Beyonce on stage. Like I want to see her perform. Mm. Like she is a performer right so i'm not gonna sit up here and say like we need to have a food for thought on lemonade per se because i mean honestly if i was to pick a beyonce album it would be that one mm. but i mean it's about the performance once you see her perform it's a different level of fangirling uh, that's what i appreciate uh, appreciation as well yes it's, it's a, it's, so you got give me a little bit of credit but yeah, oh, if you decide to do that, I am available. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Beyonce thing, like, I'm, I, me personally, I don't rock with Beyonce like that. But I, I can see, and then I got nothing against her. I just feel like her music is not something that flows in me, man. I'm an old school hip hop guy, you know. I'm, I'm rocking a common most of the time. Common is my guy. Mm -hmm. um, but, or, you know, most deaf and those cats. But even with, even in, with that being the point, that doesn't mean that I won't do a food for thought you know, for, with a Beyonce album, or I'm, I won't do a Food for Thought with a Bob Dylan album, or Elvis album, like, that's, all those things are possible, if we get, mm -hmm. if people request it, it's something I probably would do, so, just gotta find the right host, because I ain't. Um, quick question, since yeah. you mentioned Common, I, I know you're, you're a big Common fan, what's your favorite yeah. album for, of his? There's so many, man, come on. Yeah, he has a lot. Uh, what do you think is, like, what do you think, I, like, I if you if you were to rank them, or just give me the, which nah, one nah, off the top? I'm not, I'm not just give me the, be, be, no, just give me the top one. Just give me, just give me your favorite album from his. There's so many, uh, but B's the one. That, that's the yeah. one I would go. Um, just the way it starts, you know, like, yeah. like even and how, how, even and how, how it ends. 
Yeah, I was, I was about to say that. And, and, and the first, the first, you know, the intro and how the intro ends was, you know, the presence is a gift and I just want to be like, it's just, mm. it's so dope. It's just a dope, dope album. But uh, there's so many like, uh, and, and, and he has, the thing about Common that I really respect is that you can see his evolution, but, mm-hmm. it, but, it, but it's still constant, the message. Where mm-hmm. some people, when they evolve, the message changes with him. He, he like he's still he's very socially conscious, but but even beyond that, his style has evolved. You know, everybody matures. But you have artists who they were making albums when they first started to to take care of themselves, and now they make albums for fun. I feel like he's in that space, but a lot of his newest stuff is just just as relevant. You know, yeah. like doing just like Selma and, and all types of things like that. Um, and a lot a lot of the collaborations he does is really dope. You know, like mm-hmm. his. He's in a group now uh, called August Green, and it's super dope. It's him, Robert Gaston, and like two mm. other people. I don't know two other artists, but it's just a dope group. And they and I'm just a big comic fan. I, I rock I rock the comic pretty often. I, I listen to a comic song every day for sure. Wow. So you mentioned J Cole, Forest Hill, which Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, I yeah. I personally think um, J Cole is controversial. Period because. Some people, it's either people really like them or people really don't. Like, it's, like, one or the other. Like, I feel like there's no gray area with J. Cole, which I don't personally under really understand. But I don't either. I don't get it. Like, people think he's, like, super boring. I don't get it. But that's not my personal opinion. But um, why um, First Hill Drive over K.O.D.? Because K.O.D. was another really big album for him. It's just based on the... Uh... The want. No, yeah, I did. I did a survey, okay. and in the survey, he he came. It was like the top four albums was, you know, Lauryn Hill, which is what we did, um, J Cole, Solange, Michael Jackson, um, and then Prince. Those are the top five albums. So, you know, I can always do a Michael Jackson and Prince album. That's easy. Mm-hmm. I, I know I can fill the room with those people, but mm-hmm. I want to create a space for everyone to, that won't normally be in that space. Like I don't really see people having brunches and lunches with, with people who love hip-hop i haven't really seen that um mm. so my, my my goal and there, and there are people doing things don't get me wrong like i've seen different things out there but my goal is to create unique spaces for people no matter who you are no matter where you're from no matter what you you know who you represent um and i think that album is unique to your point because diehard j, j. cole fans are going to come to that yeah <laughs> it ain't be, i may i may have to, I may have trouble filling the room. Um, sorry about that. People calling me. Um, but but, uh, but yeah, essentially that that's that's why I chose. Or I'm probably gonna do the album. It's not set in stone, but we'll see. So commu- clearly, communication is is big with you. Um, so were you like were you always kind of like the person that was out and about networking with people? Or is this something that you had to kind of groom yourself into doing? Yeah, I definitely wasn't. Um, I always been super personable. I always been super outgoing, but I had my I had my moods, right? I had my moments. Um, I would say when I was when I was younger, if if I if I wasn't cool with you, I didn't really do much outside of. So like if I was <laughs> if I if I knew you, I'm good. If I don't know you, and like let's say I'm introduced to a new group, it take me a second to warm up, and then I might. I might, mm. you know, communicate and connect with them. Um, I, it really started to pick up for me once I got to high school. Um, I was kind of like the class clown. I used to do crazy shit like uh, 
uh, one thing I, I hate when I put it out here, but it's it's the truth. I used to steal my aunt's wig, like my great aunt. I used to steal her wig <laughs> and like went into school and act like I was her James because Chappelle was big. <laughs> so I would literally walk around school in a, in a wig, like uh, I'm Rick James. Who, like, has, who has footage of this? That's what. I'm <laughs> yeah, there was no, there was none of that back then, baby. I'm just <laughs> Oh but my when, God! When things happen though, I'll be like, I'm, I'm, I'm from New York, so I'll be home. I'll be walking at, or I see one of my old classmates, and I'll be like, Yo, I remember when you did this. And I'm like, Damn, <laughs> I don't even remember that, but it was, it was such a highlight for them in school. So yeah, I used to do crazy shit like that. Did you and ever I get in had, trouble? Did you ever get in trouble absolutely. for doing it? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I remember I had their record. It might have been in middle school. I had their record one year for like the most absences. It was like seventy something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just went. I would go to school. My mom would drop me off, and I would literally just leave. Like I would wait <laughs> to go and to leave, and go play basketball or go to Central Park. And like I've been picked up by truancy and all. Yeah, I was. I was a wild child, definitely for sure. I can. No, I totally. I'm gonna be honest. I can't see that. Yeah, most people don't. Most people are like, yo, how'd you? You don't seem like just because I don't seem like it doesn't mean. Yeah, I wasn't like. Trust me. If you, if you talk to my mom, she'll tell you, and my dad too. They'll tell you. That's cool. So, yes, I I mean, I do look up stuff on the guests that are coming on our show. So I have been watching some of the things that you've been doing. I guess you could say low-key stalking. So oh, you my homie. It's all good. Huh? I said, you the homie. It's all good. It ain't good. So you just talked about starting a book club. Mm. Yeah, I did. For, um, t- well, talk about the book club. What you going to do? Yeah, so uh, under my company, you know, like I said, we have a couple of different pillars and education is one of those pillars. So uh, I actually was inspired to start the book club from Janine, uh, the owner of Harriet's Book Shop in Fishtown. Um, mm-hmm. She's a homie of mine. Um, when she first opened up the shop, I reached out and I was like, hey, I would love to come donate some time each week for free. Like, I know you're a new shop owner and you can use the help. And she was like, who does that? Like, who are? Who volunteers for help? I can give you an hour to a week and do whatever you need. So her and I met up face to face. We vibed and um, I was volunteering there every single week. And she has a really dope writer series where uh, she has someone come read a book. Um, the book that they read when I was there was a book by Toni Morrison. And then we had everyone, or she had everyone in the space, uh, write something to a specific passage. And I was inspired to do something similar for young men. Um, I'm not into writing, that's not really my vibe, but I thought it'd be dope to create a book club where we read a book that influenced me, and I know it would be influ- influential for young people, and uh, go through it chapter by chapter and discuss uh, the references and the points on, on you know, what it represents um, in the book. I decided to do was uh, Letters to a Young Brother by Hill Harper. Uh, it's mm. a very powerful book. It's all about manifesting your destiny. And it, it talks about uh, emotions. He talks about love. There's just a lot, of, a lot of really good points that help shape me um, to where I am. I believe the book came out in like 2008, 2007. Um, and it was a, a, a very unique time for me because I had just graduated high school and I was stepping into manhood. Um, so I think it'd be really great to uh, dissect that book with young people. And it doesn't have to be specifically high school students, but just any young black man out there who, you know, wants to be a part of it. Um, so, yeah. 
you, you talked about there will be some level of accountability in this book club. So yeah, what so, does that look like? Yeah, so you know anybody can join a book club and because it's virtual, you know, people may or may not do it. Um, so what I, what I was thinking and, and probably what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna have people pay to join the club and then once they complete the club, they'll get their money back. Um, anybody who joins the club will get a free copy of the book, so I'll mail them the book. Um, so they'll get a free copy, and basically the money that they give is to cover the book. And then if they come, you know, come to all or most of the sessions, at the end of the program, they'll get their money back, and they get to keep the book. So, okay. uh, so yeah. Jay, Jay somehow got off. Oh, I was like, yeah. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yep, there he is. There he is. Technology. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> Just so that you know before we start. <laughs> the freeze frame that it had you on. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? <laughs> you look so confused. <laughs> I don't know, because I was asking a question and then just like, y'all didn't hear it. And I was like, what? All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't hear it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's um, gonna be the thumbnail. Have you? Do you have a? Um, so, is there gonna be like a a process for people to sign these young black men to sign up for the book club? Have you already started it? How is it going? Yeah. So right now, I'm just creating kind of the workflow okay. how I want it to be. So, uh, you know, do I want to have it where they complete a form and then I send them an email? Um, or, you know, I, I just have to figure out how I want it to be. I'm, I'm not going to come out with it till probably mid-July or toward the end of July because um, mm -hmm. I'm still working on some, some other projects. Um, and I want to make sure that I'm accountable as well. Um, and, you know, I know I'm going to be going back to work soon, so I want to make sure my schedule doesn't conflict with it. Um, so there's still some, some things that need to be ironed out. But I will say I've had like six people already reach out to me like, yeah, I want to be a part of it. Nice. Um, wow. And, and some women, which is even cooler. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate that because it's not that I don't want women to join. I think there's relevant, that's, that's just as relevant, but I also really want to create a space for, for young men. So, you know, mm -hmm. if, if it fills up quickly and we have brothers that are waiting, I might have the ladies join like next time or I might make it a little bit bigger, but I just need to figure out what that looks like once, once I get there, once I cross that bridge. Cool. Jay, what was Very your question? Dope. No, I was going to ask, you mentioned Hill Harper. Is Hill Harper the, the actor? As well, yeah, he'll, he'll harbor the actor. Okay, yeah. so he, he, uh, oh, okay, before he was an actor, he actually, I believe, if I remember correctly, he was a lawyer. Uh, he went to University right. of okay. Law School, yeah, um, okay. Uh, he graduated from Harvard Law, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a while since I read the book. If I'm not mistaken, because I just watched this movie the other day, Hill Harper was in Get on the Bus, right? I'm not, not sure, maybe he's this in like he the movie, yeah. Mm. I think I feel like he was. It probably he's was. A, if he's a, in, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I think he was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was just the, wow. the good doctor. He's in that too. That right. show on NBC. So yeah. Yeah, he's been he's a working actor for a long time. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, so since we're talking about books, any books that you've read recently? Um, I didn't know you were a, a, a big book reader. I I am not. So just to be clear. I hate <laughs> reading. I go to passion, uh, but but I, I learned at a very early age that anything that happens in the world when it comes to knowledge, you gotta 
go out there and learn it. Um, mm-hmm. So, so a lot of books that I've I've read, I didn't read them because I really wanted to. I read them because I, I had some level of interest, and and I felt like there was uh, knowledge in it I can use as I you know the journey through life essentially. So, um, the book I'm reading now is Made uh, Made in America uh, by Jay Z, and uh, it's forwarded by Michael Eric Dyson. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. So I, I literally, you know, like, I'm on like page four. So uh, <laughs> just cracked it open. Uh, I haven't had time to work on it because because of, of all the other things I'm working. I had to to read it because of all. Look, look at that. I'm calling it work <laughs> because I'm so used to working. So I've been trying to like every day take like an hour where I just sit and read it. But that's failed sure. miserably. So. Yeah. So what you got for us singles out here? Like you do date life. Uh, what do you mean? Come on. Singles. I'm, I'm single too. What you talking about? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, single so too. Do you have any events where you, do you do every other type of events? Oh, you mean events? Oh, I thought you were trying to say advice or something. Cause I, I just did something with. Uh, no, Thomas, not advice. Because that always happens. That always happens. I always get questions about dating advice. Really? Um, always, always. I just did a. Uh, I did an article, like when quarantine started with uh, with complex. Complex and Bumble, uh, they reached out to me to, to to share my thoughts on dating, quarantine dating. Uh, and what was your thoughts? What were your thoughts? <laughs> See, it, it, it wasn't what they wanted, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you. I'll Yo, see you. You're going to be like, Yo, they, they only had you featured like three three times because I literally was like telling them like, first off, like, I would never suggest quarantine dating. You need like, if if I I'm the type of person if I'm if I'm a date you I need to like spend time Touch with you, like, you. <laughs> yeah like I need I need to and then I was and then I was like uh, and, and this is just my, this is just me I can't speak for everybody but for me I if I'm dating someone I I'm all about you know body language and I'm all about like as you guys know connection I feel like people be fronting when they on video there's a there's a different mm-hmm. you you can front on video people be fronting. I, I, I call it the two the two F's, fronting and funky. So you can you can get all dressed up and you ain't wash your ass. You, <laughs> you ain't take no shower at all. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you say that shit? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't put. Of course they didn't put it in the article. Of course they didn't. Of course they didn't put it in there. But I, was t- I ain't say it just like that when I was talking to when I was being interviewed. But essentially, I feel like I feel like when you when, when you dating someone. When you go on a day, a virtual date with somebody, the only person you should be virtual dating is someone you met before. That's it. If you ain't meet them, don't even waste your time. It'll, it'll waste. Mm. Wow, this is different. Very I different. I don't. I don't agree. I, th- I think virtual dating, especially during you know quarantining and all that. Like, I, why am I virtual dating someone in LA and I'm in I'm in Philly? Knowing damn well I'm never going to LA. Like I don't want to go to LA. Doesn't make yeah, sense. That's a different issue. That's like long distance. And so that's a little different. But you know why this is funny? Because uh, last year I did this YouTube series called The Singles Rant. Mm-hmm. Um, really dope. Go back and watch last season. I've seen it. You want to see it, right? So I don't think I was what they were looking for either. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I saw your like your segments like in like two episodes and that was it. No, it's shot. No, no, for real though, it's a it's a dope show, right? And I would do it. I would do it again. Don't get me wrong, but like, I I had gone there already for like, yo, I'm gonna say this, that, and the third, but whatever. And then 
some of the questions were thrown at me, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, like, oh, girl was That's like. one question. Give us one. One question okay, that was thrown cool. at you. So the girl was like, so let's talk about masturbation. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> oh, I, got, I got a perfect one for that. That's perfect. So, so, so like, a lot of the perfect. questions took me off guard, but go ahead. No, nah, so so that I be helping my boys down with this one. I tell my boys, you know, the it, it, the best woman you ever meet in life, you ain't got to worry about no drama. You ain't got to worry about getting pregnant. You got, is Pamela. Or Pamela got you. That's your boo. You should have a great relationship with Pamela, brothers. Yeah. Put it out there. Coming from Thomas Knox. Oh my Thomas God. Pamela, Pam- you ain't got to worry about STDs. You ain't got to worry about that. She got you. Pamela. She whatever you need. Um, Pamela, yo, she got you. I cannot. So, damn. But yeah, no, I was like, I was, I, I was super grateful for the opportunity. It was dope. I like, again, like I said, I would do it again, but I was like, oh, damn, they, they threw me. Like I know, I was, I knew they was, they were going to get some spicy ass answers. And I was mm. like, no, I was just like, I still have another brand to run. Mm. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, it wasn't what I don't, I'm not saying it wasn't, but I don't think. It was what they were looking for. But it was still fun because some of my answers, good answers, funny answers, made the made the made the cut. And so yeah. it wasn't ready. Because I it ended up ready. being the person that was like the the flip side of what everyone else Right, did. just spicy and messy and just out there. Right. And I was just kinda like, Yeah, no. Like they were asking questions about being flued out and I was like <laughs> so like any of them. Any of those people watching this, I just want to let y'all know y'all mad soft. Shout out to my homie Lauren, yo. Shout out to you. <laughs> out there to being it, soft. Happy to keep it 100. I am so shocked about your answer about virtual dating. Did not Why? see that coming. Why? I don't know. Because you're the, the connection curator. So I'm I thinking, oh, person. you would be. Nah, in person. I just, I just think online dating, like I've dated online, right? I've used the apps. And in my experience, uh, because I'm so like, honest and I'm so blunt and because I'm I guess I'm comfortable in, in my skin everybody's not like me and that's something that I had to learn when it comes to using these apps you know some mm-hmm. people connect differently and some people want different things um so I like to know what the off the rip like yo what are you looking for because if I know what you're looking for I know how to how to act or how to you know react um yeah. or or if you even want to date that person again yeah you know and, and then my thing is I'm never I'm, I'm big on my spending and I'm very, I'm a very frugal person. So if I'm gonna spend bread on you, I just have to feel like this is gonna be turned into something. I'm not, I ain't taking you out. <laughs> it ain't happening. So if you, if you want to go out on a date with me, you think I'm fine? The first date will always be some simple, cause I gotta, I gotta get to know you and feel like I like you. I, I'm like, I just, that's just how I roll. Um, just and that's I was me about to hook you up with one of my homies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea. Don't, don't you know, you don't wanna. You want to mess her life up. It's cool. <laughs> I don't. So thank you for yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Because she, if she, if she, if she has a problem with like a coffee date, first date, or a conversation, then yeah, she ain't gonna work for me, unfortunately. I think everyone's okay with like. A, I think most dates are simple. First dates are simple. Nah, you think that? Yo, Jay, how's your experience been with first date, Jay? Simple? Has it been uh, simple? Some of them have. It's been a mix. Um, he says some. Yeah, no, not not all of them. No. Oh my God, um, who hurt you? Not, what do you mean? It's not you. I'm talking about Thomas. He was like, oh. some. <laughs> some. 
<laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm saying you said you said first day to easy. Jay has some some not so easy first. That's all I'm saying. I, I yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anybody <laughs> that's had like that's been on every single first day and it was amazing. Like I've been on shitty ones. I've been on some great ones. I've been on some chill ones where we just meet up with coffee. I do like to I do like to offer the the kind of like daytime coffee, maybe brunch because it's because it's a little bit less. Um, stress. I guess it's less pressure. It's a little bit more chill uh, than the let's go out for dinner and you know all that other stuff. And um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with Thomas as far as just um, like spinning bread, especially if like Thank you. you know what I mean. If you if, if 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 I met someone, they seem cool, and we could go do some like experience like dating as far as like you know more like activity than like just a date, like you know dinner and a movie or whatever like I, know, I don't like doing that stuff so like i think if it's if i see the potential and like i think they would like to do this then i'll, I'll go for it or if i don't know but i still want to get to know them then i'll just do some like coffee or like a light lunch or something like that do you have a um either one of you um like a memorable first first date like you really remember like it went really well i have several several i yeah i have a couple of course yeah i've had dates where I, I have I've had dates where you know it turned into like a a stay it's like a seven hour hangout like we started off getting like a late brunch and then it was like you want to go here and let's go to barcade and we could drink beer and like play video games and then we'll go talk, take a walk or whatever like I've had several of those yeah for sure yeah I would say my my the best date I ever been on I I spent like seven dollars and I was with her for like wow. eight hours what we did is. I literally went to Trader Joe's. I got I got a a jar of cookie butter, two spoons, and a sunflower. That was literally the date. And her and I sat in Brooklyn Bridge Park in New York for literally like six hours. And just, what the hell is cookie butter? Co- cookie butter is the most incredible thing. Try it. All right. Trader Joe's. Go to Trader Joe's. Right. And we literally just cookie butter conversation. Sure. Mine was the opposite. My my yeah. mine was the opposite. Like, I had um I I wanted to go see a band in New York because they weren't playing in Philly and um they had did three nights in a row and, and I got tickets for the last night and I had, I was gonna take my best friend who lives out there because I every time I go to New York I usually just stay with him but he had to like do stuff with his now wife um so he wasn't available so I was like I still want to go but there was a girl that I was like kind of talk- going back and forth with on Instagram. And I was just like, you want to go? And she was like, yeah. And we did. That was the first time we actually met in person. And then we went to the show. It was a great show. And, you know, it's New York, so nothing closes until like 5 in the morning. So we just kind of carried on. And then, you know, needs to stay. I stayed over. I came back to Philly the next day. Like, it was lit. <laughs> it was the best thing I ever went on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cute stuff. I have one. What about, what about you, Mark? What about you? Here we go. Um, well, I have two that really stand out. And I, I, I don't think I've ever told anyone this story. So this will be the first time anyone will ever hear this. So I was talking to someone back and forth, Instagram and shit like that. We never mm. met up. Our first date was on New Year's Eve. And uh, we met up for the first time New Year's Eve. And literally on some chill shit, watched the ball drop had pizza wings and shit and champagne that I had and Mm. um 
it was really fun. I got to know the person. We we dated for a couple months. I mean, it didn't end up being the forever ever, but it was a really it was everyone was like, You're gonna meet someone for the first time on New Year's Eve. And I was just like, Yeah, why not? I didn't have any plans. It wasn't like I was going out or anything. Like I didn't have any plans to go to the club or anything. And neither did yeah. he. So we what's just with, we just linked what's up. With, what's with that like your friends judgy like Oh, my friends are super judgy. Like, <laughs> I hope that's not the I hope that's not what girl she's trying to hook me up with. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, and but you know what though? I live especially with dating and maybe I shouldn't because I'm I mean there are a lot of weirdos out here. I do things off of like energy, like and if I feel like it's right, I kinda like go for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so I do a lot of things that I don't think some people will be like, Oh, that's not first date material or you don't know him kind of thing, like I, I just kind of like, oh, let's just see how, let's see how the vibe is. If the vibe is mm. good, let's go for it. So, like, the second one I was going to say is, like, the person that I'm dating now, like, literally one of our first dates. And before I, before I say this, I'm going to say how this was very, a very cheap, it ended up being a very cheap date. We actually went to New Orleans for the day. Wow. Um, yeah. And um, talk about it if you want. But Frontier had a flight to New Orleans that's for like, the day. That's like Master of None. Yeah. When they went yeah, to exactly, exactly, exactly. Oh, um, that's dope. Frontier had a flight for the for the day for like $15 round trip to New Orleans. That's and amazing. we had previously discussed that neither one of us had ever been there. So I was like, yo, I just found, I got an email. Frontier has a, a, a flight for $15 in New Orleans. Let's play hooky tomorrow. And he was like, we're out. And we wow. we went for the day. We, I like this guy. I gotta we, meet him. <laughs> we literally uh, saw the city for the whole day, had been gazed, did all this shit that you would do in New Orleans. We were drunk, all that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, and it was a and it was a great time. Neither one of us had ever been there. Yeah. Um, they had like a pier. They had like a pier with water and stuff, and we walked. I don't. I don't think you've told me that before. Oh, you didn't know that about that? that I don't think so. Jay has met this guy, so that literally was like our that literally like our official like first date. And everyone, I was everybody was like, "Are you in New Orleans?" And I was just like, "Yeah, but I'll be there (laughs) (laughs) with the beach, exactly." With the second line, and it's funny because it was such a chill day there. Like it wasn't like it was because it was like a Wednesday. It was yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's just like a normal work day. People at work. It was nothing like crazy going on, but we really got an opportunity to like get to know each other and all this stuff. I want to do that. It was it was dope. It was fun. It was like really fun, and I think it was maybe definitely definitely top three dates I've ever had. And. It was no pressure either. Like it was mm. like it wasn't like I need you to pay for the whole date. I think I paid for dinner. He paid for lunch. Like we we just it was chill. You know what I mean? We just had a yeah. really good time. So yeah. yeah, I think sometimes when you do things off the cuff and just off of the vibe, it kind of works better that way. Everything doesn't have to be so regimented. But yeah, sure. people judge the shit out of me because of that. They were like, "You don't know him. You got on a plane with him." I'm like. What the fuck is he going to do on the plane? Like, and what do I got to lose? <laughs> you know, I'm glad it worked out. You, you deserve, you deserve the best. So I'm glad it worked so. out. It's working out. It's working out yeah. so far. Um, so we'll see how it continues to go. Jay is laughing because Jay is like, 
this girl want to get married. Because <laughs> you said you did. <laughs> Hopefully she didn't tell me on a plane. It was too late for him to turn around. He was already on a plane. <laughs> Not like I tricked him into going to Vegas or something. Right. No, uh, no, yeah. But I appreciate that, Thomas. Thank you. I yeah, do deserve sure. the I do deserve the best. Let me adjust my crown real quick. <laughs> Jay already know. I'll be telling too. I'll be like, yo, you're a good dude, bro. I am yeah. so I'm so ready for Jay to just clink clink. Here we go. Here we go. I'm so ready to be like, hey, <laughs> double date the game uh, night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on a double date. <laughs> nah, it's it, no, the worst is when, when you go to when you, you get invited to Zoom like with friends and stuff and you're like the ninth wheel because everybody's like <laughs> like within a couple <laughs> and you're just like, wait, am I this is crazy. Now I don't do Yo, that shit. Now I don't do that shit. So me and Jay actually, were were we supposed to double date with some chicks? <laughs> were we? Yo, oh, I, I'm sure we was. The such a step oh, no. We were supposed no, to we met. No, we, we met some chicks. Yeah. We met some chicks. Were you supposed to link up no, with them? No, no, we were, but but no, no, wait, no, we were, but yeah. <laughs> did you have I to work or something? Yeah, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. Yeah, and you end up you end up linking up with them. <laughs> Yeah, Did you play? Yeah. I, I had to work. You just, yeah, I, he had to work. You didn't know you had to work, or you were still in New York, or it was either you were, you were still in New York and like you couldn't come down, or you you had to work or something. It just didn't work I went out. To, we went to an event. We met. We met. We just was, we were owning the event like we do, and mm. uh, <laughs> and we we connected with a couple of ladies, and then afterwards they were like, "Yo, we should go dancing." That's what it was. We should go dancing. And I was down for it, of course, and we were supposed to double date, but it just didn't happen. Of course you were. Yeah. I'm, down, I'm down to go dance. I'm down to do whatever. As long as it's positive and it's safe, I'm good. We can do it. Uh, yeah. But I, I didn't end up going. I remember Jay. I, I don't know if you ended up going, but I do remember. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, because they were going to go out anyway, so then they were like, let's just link up. Because I wanted to go to the spot where my friend owned it in, uh, on, you know, a little bit North Philly. Uh, Isla Verde, it's a really good spot because it's kind of like a old head spot, but it's a lot of fun. And, you know, they have a really good menu. And I like, and they, they knew what it was. I, I've been going there for years and I thought Thomas would have a good time there. And um, so that was the kind of that was the thing. But I ended up just meeting up with the other girl and, um, and like I had some friends that were there. So it was really cool. It was fun. Yeah. And I told Tom, I was like, damn, you missed out, man. This is fun. I owe, you, <laughs> I owe you one, bro. I owe you one. I got you. Oh, when, when, Lauren, when Lauren sets me up, sets me up with her friend, I make sure. Ooh, Make sure we yeah. wonder, now. I gotta ask off when we're done who it is. I'm I'm curious now. I don't think you know this person. Probably not. Okay. No. So you're on your own, Thomas. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Actually, you kind of do know this person. You not not kind of do know this person. I have like two people in mind. One person you definitely know who it is. Maybe we should okay. do a show. Maybe it should be like the Black Shiller. <laughs> yeah. Should I let you guys or blind, like a, blind, a blind, blind date? But he don't do virtual. He don't do virtual dates. He don't do though. virtual. Yeah, it's a wrap. That ain't gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> and this person lives out of state too, so. What state? What state mm. she live in? I would be giving it away, and we're recording right now, and she would kill me. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? It's, oh, I know it's exactly like who it is. I know exactly who it is. 
<laughs> so interesting. All right, we can talk about this off here. Can you tell us who to see that, Jay? I can. I can. I can. I know exactly. I may, I may have to. They're, they're, they're both they're both so much fun. Right, right. It'll be such a okay. good vibe. I see your vision, Lauren Reed. I see your I vision. Got, no, no, y'all got me over here blushing, yo. She's such a fun person. I'm not just saying that because she's really close to me, but she's a very fun person. And I totally see the positive vibe kind of thing. But you don't do but you don't do virtual and you don't right. do other city, so yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, if she, if she on the West Coast, is a wrap. No, she's on the West home. Coast. She's on the West Coast. There's, there's hope on the East Coast, and I travel. East Coast is easy, but it's hope. It's a short flight. It's not a long flight. Uh, we'll we, we have to talk about it offline. It's saying we'll talk about it offline. Yeah, I'm you, you, help, you, I'm trying to help you, King. That's all I'm you, trying to. Yeah, say. you don't. You don't. You don't need a connection flight. You don't need a connection flight. It's, don't need a connection a, flight. And Jay yeah. will vouch that she's beautiful. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't care about her, her her external beauty. I care about her internal no, beauty. No, you do care. Like, Stop fucking lying. You care about her. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Don't. It's a factor. It's a factor. It's a factor. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me as long as as long as she doesn't smell when we video chat. As long as she takes showers. <laughs> You're gonna see no. the little lines coming up. The little stink lines. She line. does not. She does not smell. I'm I'm almost positive that she washes her ass daily. Okay. <laughs> Frequently. Frequently. Okay. I cannot. Wow. You know what? We're going to end on that note. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say before we leave, Lauren, uh, you know, with the food for thought, what would be some albums that you would like? Ooh. Like, if you were to host it, what would you do? Which albums would you do? Oh, wow. So, kind of bring it full circle. So, you know, I'm a huge RB fan, right? And mm. I'm an old school RB fan. So, I would mm -hmm. definitely think, um, y'all know I love Anita Baker, so I would mm -hmm. definitely want to do The Rapture. Mm -hmm. really so good. Great I album. have that on vinyl. It's a great album. It's a really, really, really good album. Um, also, well, this is not R&B, but why not the Fugees, the score? My yeah. first CD, that one of the first CDs I ever bought. That's a great album, too. A, a really good album. Um, I'm taking it, it back to R&B again. Uh, another really, really, really good album is, God, I just had it in my head. Oh, I'm sorry. Mary J. Blige, Share My World is a really good album. Um, we talked either, about this. Either, either um, Share My World or My Life. They're both yeah. interchangeably, like, really good albums. So I would, I'm all down the R&B lane. So any way we could do the R&B lane, that would be me. What about you, Jay? Um, it's going to be a little bit mix of a couple things. I would do Sade's first album, Diamond Life. Uh, I'll do uh, songs on the key of life. Great. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Um, I would like to do like an Elton John, one of his albums in, from the seventies when he was like really, 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 really popular. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of throw in there maybe like a uh, new edition, uh, um, any heartbreak. Ooh, and then cool. yeah, and then I would like to do like Jay Z Black album. I think that's a, a perfect album. Yeah. That's a good one. We we gonna do these. When, when I watch this episode, I'm gonna write it all down, and we're gonna make it happen. I, mean, I think it's definitely do possible. It. Um, do it. The first one was fire. I, I I just did it to, you know, do a proof of concept to see if it will work, and it went really well. So we're definitely gonna continue to do it. Nice. Especially those yeah, albums, those albums that you can play. Oh, how could we not say this? Confessions, Usher. Confessions. Yeah, we. 
Yeah, didn't Thomas somebody had mentioned that one or they suggested Sean, that one? Sean did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that album is, is interesting because he, he got like seven versions of it, you know? Right. <laughs> so, right. Interesting. interesting. And it's one of the last it's one of the last albums from the CD era to go diamond. I am a I'm a huge um eighty seven oh one fan though. I love eighty seven oh one. I love that yeah. album. I'm sorry, I'm just shooting out stuff. I know this may not be um well, I know Jay likes this album. But to bring in some diversity, Christina Aguilera Stripped is a really good album. Um, Phenomenal okay. album. It's a really good album. But I can't not leave without saying this album. It's her thriller album. It's not mentioned enough. It should be. But Brandy Never Say Never is one That's of my good album. favorite albums of like all time. And I don't think it gets enough credit. And I think, I mean, she just put out some trash recently. But that out, yeah, she did. She just had a, she has a new sing, she has a new single out that's trash. But <laughs> but that album never say it. Damn never, sis, huh? <laughs> Damn sis. Sorry, it is. Come on, why is Brandy coming out with a song called Baby Mama? What? Come on. <laughs> Let's evolve from this. Like, come on. Like, what are you doing? Mm. But yes, um, Never Say Never is like one of my favorite albums. From the begin, from the time it starts to the time it ends. Yeah, that's a good album. I, I feel like it just doesn't really get its flowers. But yeah, it really doesn't. That that was like the quintessential sound of the R and B era, like early two thousands, like late nineties, early two thousands, and that was that was a big album. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. What I will add to it too is that Food for Thought won't just be music. So I'm thinking about doing like you know speeches. You know, like mm. like you know, I have a dream speech or you know, speeches by Barack Obama and other prominent figures where we have young men in the space with other, with other elders and, and we're sharing it, you know, we're, we're breaking bread. So it doesn't specifically have to be music, but, and that's why it's, you know, it's food for thought, not food for music, because um, mm -hmm. it just creates a lot of different uh, opportunities in that space. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, yeah. but yeah. Love it. So tell yeah, the people where they, I'm sorry, Jay, what were you gonna say? No, I was just saying, let's do it, let's do it. Cool. So tell people where they can find you, Thomas, on social media and stuff. Yeah, so the easiest way to find me is going to be on Instagram. I'm, I'm under uh, the connection curator. Uh, spelled exactly how it sounds because I know people, you know, they do all these different like breakdowns. I'm just the connection curator. <laughs> Very simple. Um, and then on you know Facebook, it's it's under date while you wait. Um, and, and those are pretty much the two two uh, social media platforms I use. You can always watch this episode, and after you watch this episode, hit me up there, and we can have a conversation. I'm always open to healthy dialogue, um, especially in the times we're in. So if, if you're somebody who, you know, you got a lot on your mind, and you just need to quit your head, feel free to hit me up. God, girl, doesn't matter. I'm all about connection. So. And the bow ties. Oh, the bow ties. Yeah, be great bow ties. I forgot about that. Be great bow ties. I'll show you guys a couple a couple ones. This is one. Oh wow, oh, that's dope. Art, that's artist dope. design. Uh, this is another one that, that we got. We got another artist. Yeah. Oh wow, I like the symmetry. I like those. Yeah, every time you you show me some new stuff, I'm just like, all right, so I gotta get that one. I gotta get that one. <laughs> yeah, one. Ooh, I love oh, that. That's a lawyer. That's a lawyer, ain't it? Yeah, it's a lawyer show. Yeah. He's a beast. He's, yeah, that dude's a yeah. He really is. Yeah, we got this one. Very cool. Look at you. 
Yeah, so so the program that we're coming out with will allow artists to literally design anything they want on a board. Oh wow. Ooh, that was yeah. tough. That is tough. Okay. Yeah, and so, and they and they can get these bow ties where? Uh so yeah, B Great Bow Ties is, is the company. Um so bgreatbowties.com on our website. Um we'll we'll be sharing more on social media. So I've been I've been quiet because I've been working on a lot of the back end and getting this program mm -hmm. up and running, but uh my 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 goal is to have everything up and running and having uh a lot of these bow ties available by mid July. So um cool. you'll see some cool designs right now. Our focus is building out. We have a bunch of artists we sign. All those artists that we sign, we want them to create the first collection all around uh, Black Lives Matter, um, unity, peace, joy. So the first collection that we're putting out under the, it's called the Be Creative Collection, will be all uh, those designs that represent those things. Black equality. Um, so yeah, really excited to see what, what the artists come up with. Well, I'm excited. Very dope. Excited, yeah, that's gonna be excited. Dope. So, Thanks. what about the web? You have you have the website, right? Yeah, right now it's just you know, be great, bow ties. Okay. Uh, on, on Instagram, on Facebook, on the website. Once again, exactly how it sounds. It's actually spelled B E. Some people just think it's the letter B. So we actually spell out be great bow ties um, with an S dot com. Um, and you know, the Connection Collective is you know we're food for thought. Um, the book club, you know, that's 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 kind of the the overarching company where everything kind of lives under is going to be the Connection Collective. That's also on Instagram right now. The website's not up. I'm working on that as well. So there's a lot on my plate. Um, and as you guys know, I'm always grounding. Um, yeah. But but if you don't put the work in, you know, you can't reap the rewards and the benefits. And I think the benefit for me, I always tell people, currency for me is not always financial. It's 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 connection. You know, it's mm -hmm. creating opportunity and encouragement for people. That that's currency for me. So, uh, so yeah. Hopefully, uh, we can get things up and running. And I say mid July, end of July is going to be when everything's going to be up and ready. To right. All right, everybody. So there you have it. It's another episode of Lauren Re Live, the Quarantine Edition, with our special guest tonight, Thomas Knox. Jay, uh, what you Yo. got for us? Anything coming up? Um, just. Keep following waterrights.com. You're scooped everything Philly. We got some content coming up and uh, Philly's starting to open up a little bit. So hopefully we can get things rolling again, uh, how we did in the beginning of the year. And obviously all the plat all the uh, waterrights radio shows that we st still got going on during the quarantine edition. So shout out to them. Uh, and don't forget, it's the, it is still warm outside and you still got to go out to the park and the grocery store and stuff. We have our merch on our website as well. Got some tank tops, T-shirts, and stuff. So make sure you guys are going to waterice.com. There is yeah. a tab that says is our merch shop. So make sure you check it out there. I'm sure we'll probably have a 4th of July sale coming up really soon. So probably Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely summertime. So like all, yeah. all the stuff right now that's on the site, tank tees, hats, uh, it's perfect for the weather. So yes, it uh, is. definitely support. And as you can see, Benny knows how to social distance. So he's already um, following the program. So mm -hmm. make sure you guys check check that out. Sorry, guys. We are out of here. Make sure you're following the Lauren Re Live show on all social media platforms and all major streaming platforms as well. I'm not going to name them all. You already know what they are. Uh, and never forget, not all superheroes wear capes. Sometimes, Sometimes they wear, wear headphones. headphones. See you guys.